what is the price of your service communicating to your followers, to your target audience, to the people that you want to connect with. You're listening to The Terry Holland Show, the podcast for high-performing entrepreneurs ready to take your life and your business to the next level. And if you want to get there faster, go to terryholland.ca. So recently over this past weekend, I came across two different ad campaigns on Instagram and I want to share them with you and, and how they communicated value in very different ways. So the first one was for a mechanical pencil. Not a very exciting product, right? I mean, it's a mechanical pencil. Like I don't even know the last time I had to use a mechanical pencil or needed one. But this ad came up for a mechanical pencil and the headline was, it's not cheap. That caught my attention. It's not cheap. And underneath it were some points about like, about why it's not cheap. And at the bottom, and I'm paraphrasing, it said something along the lines of, we could make it cheap, but then it wouldn't be a blank, blank, blank pencil. Their brand's pencil. That intrigued me. So I clicked on the ad and I went to read through all their copy and all their copy was basically the same kind of thing. We're not cheap. This is an expensive pencil because it's that good. And the value of that pencil, uh, that their copy, the way they positioned it in the marketplace made that, that mechanical pencil far more valuable to me than one that I would buy, say, at the drugstore, like a plastic one. This, this copy caught my attention and I don't even know the last time I needed a pencil. I don't even know if I have it in my house, to be honest. So interesting. They came out, they led with, it's not cheap. They told us why it's not cheap. And they said we could make it cheap, but it wouldn't be very good. Um, that pencil had a higher value to me. And I was almost tempted to buy it, except I really don't need a pencil. But if I did need one, if I used pencils, I would have bought that pencil for $150. $150 for a pencil. Now, the second ad I want to share with you was for a watch. And... We've been getting, my husband and I have been inundated with watch ads because it was his birthday last week and I want to buy him a special watch. And so we've been looking at watches that he might like. And because I know my husband well enough to know that if I pick it, he probably won't like it. So he has to pick the watch that I will then buy him for his birthday gift. He hasn't decided yet. But an ad came up and he said, oh, have you heard of this brand, blank watch brand? And I said, no. And he said, they're really nice. So we started scrolling through and looking together and their copy was very different. They were leading with the fact that they were cheap. So beautiful looking watches and they talked about how it was luxury that doesn't break the bank or luxury that won't hurt your wallet. And these watches, it turned out, were only like, I think 60 bucks, $60 for a watch that's supposed to be luxury. Well, we liked, until we saw the price, we liked the watches. And then we saw the price and we both reacted simultaneously and said, well, they must not be very good. It's too cheap. So two different examples, two different ads. One where it's a cheap, a product you expect to be cheap, a mechanical pencil. 
sold for $150 and they led with, it's not cheap. Here's why it's not cheap. And uh, we can make it cheap, but it would be a piece of garbage is essentially what their ad said. It made me want the pencil because now that pencil had higher value to me versus a watch that said, this is a luxury watch for a cheap price, which told me it wasn't really luxury and not really special. And so we didn't buy the watch. We didn't buy the watch because it was too cheap. When you are pricing your products, your services, consider how that price is communicating value to your audience. Here's an example from my own business. When I transitioned from personal training into coaching, I set my coaching rates at $150 an hour. And every sales consultation I was going on, they were saying, ah, oh, that's you know, too expensive, I can't afford that. I didn't know what to do. So I hired a coach, a business coach to help me. And he said, well, we're going to double your rates. And I said, how, how am I going to double this rate? I've been at 150. People are telling me it's too expensive. Um, I think I should probably lower my rates. He said, Terry, if you lower to a hundred per hour, people will still tell you it's too expensive. If you lower it to 75 an hour, they'll still tell you it's too expensive. Because you're marketing to people at 150, you're marketing to people who do not have the money to invest in coaching. Interesting. This was interesting to me. He said, double your rates because the people who do have the money to invest in coaching are looking at you and thinking you're too cheap and you must not be very good. So we doubled my rates. We doubled to 300 an hour. And within that week, I signed up two clients. And then when that was working well and uh, the business started growing and I started getting more clients, he said, now we're going to increase your rates to 500 an hour. And I was like, what? Like, I felt like a really big leap. But this time I trusted him more and I did it because, um, because it worked before. And I got more clients. And not only did I get more clients at the higher rate, again, but I was getting the kind of clients I wanted to work with, people who were invested, they were committed to their success. And... Um, and they saw value in what I was offering. So the message here for all of you is if you are in, especially if you're in a service-based business, if you price yourself too low, it doesn't matter how great your service is and how much you can help someone. If your rates are too low, people will think there's no value to what you're doing. And, and you're also competing against everybody else at that price range. If you price yourself higher unconsciously, it starts to convey more value. And then of course you have to deliver on that value. Going back to the pencil ad, if that mechanical pencil for $150 was made of plastic, um, if it would look like any other mechanical pencil that I could buy at the drugstore, it would not have the value. But it's made from titanium. It's built to be the last mechanical pencil you will ever buy. Uh, it's, it's made to fit your hand perfectly and feel comfortable as you use it. Well, I mean, that to me starts, that to me says, I mean, it's made from titanium, guys. That to me says that's a $150 pencil and it's got to be good. Look at the restaurant market. There are, think about how many competitors McDonald's has at their price point. There's Burger King, there's KFC, there's um, Taco Bell. There are many fast food chains. 
But how many competitors, if you go to a very exclusive, high-end steakhouse where you're spending $150 just for your steak before you even add any sides to it, and then you know a bottle of wine is going to start probably at a couple hundred dollars, think about how many competitors they have at that price point. And yet, both exist in the marketplace and both are busy. So when you are setting your prices, you need to know who is your client and what does your price convey to that client? Going back to the watch example I gave, the watch that was like luxury watch, cheap price, we didn't buy it because it was too cheap and we thought there's no value to it. But if I was someone who maybe was like struggling financially, wanted to look the part, go to a job interview and, and wanted to, you know, to look stylish, then it might be the right value at that price point for me. So know who, and, and we could also get into that, that ad probably wasn't targeted very well because the watches that we were looking at um, are a higher price point. So the wrong ad for, for what we were searching for was the, we were the wrong target for that ad campaign. So when you are looking at your own services, your pricing and how you're setting yourself apart. Think about what does this price convey? Do you want to be, and there's no right answer, by the way, there's no right answer. You price yourself where you want to be in the market, but do you want to compete against everybody else who's competing on price and be a commodity type business? Or do you want to be more exclusive, cater to a higher end client? Um, those are very, it's very different buying psychology and you need to price yourself accordingly. So I hope that helped give you some insight today. If you have any questions about that, I'd love to chat with you. And if you are struggling in your coaching business or in your service-based business and you don't know how to set your rates, or if you are like I was six years ago, not getting clients because they're telling you you're too expensive, um, I would love to have a strategy call with you. And I will, that link is in my, it's in my bio link book a strategy call. It's a 30 minute call over Zoom. I'm happy to help you figure out what it is that you're missing in your sales process or if your price is not sending the right message to your target market. So I hope you're all having a fantastic day, enjoying the sunshine wherever you are, and, uh, and I will be back later. Bye for now.